the CC. Welcome to the Controversial Conversation, the CC. I'm your host, W, and each week, like this week, I'll be bringing to you controversial topics and discussions from yesterday and today. To weigh in on these topics, you can follow me at the Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. So women have a much higher chance of leaving a relationship or a marriage, but what actually makes a man leave? So last week, um, I talked about what does it take to love a man? Now we're going to hit on the why. Why do men leave relationships? And there could be several reasons why. And I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to be able to touch on all of them. And please understand this before I continue. This is not going to section out and hit on every single man individually. Okay. This is a very general topic, a very general discussion on why men leave. And it's not going to apply to every single man. Yes, there are exceptions. Let's go ahead and get that out the way. So let's go ahead and grab these keys. We're going to get in the car and we can discuss the reasons why men leave relationships and or marriages. Let's go. So start off with the numbers. 70 to about 80% of women file for a divorce. And we could take the low ball number for right now and say that, you know, 30% of men file for divorce. So if it's 70% taking a low ball of women file for divorce, that means that 30% of men file for divorce. But why? Women outweigh the tilt on leaving. But 30% of men who divorce, why did they? Let's explore some things. So when men leave relationships or, you know, when a man leaves a relationship, women have a tendency to, to uh, spin the narrative to make it out to be what they want. And they will say things, you know, he wasn't man enough to handle me. He wasn't man enough to lead. He, 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 he. It's always he. When women leave relationships it's it's like it's a glorified rite of passage or some shit like that. You know, it's always he. There's no accountability. Well, you know, maybe it's the fact that I did something or maybe I. But and a lot of times women will just, you know, when their girlfriends hear stuff like that, they'll just no girl. You're perfect just the way you are. And this, that and the other It's the lies that consistently stack and pile on top of each other. It's a delusion. But when women are praised for they're they're praised for getting out of relationships and or marriages and the more they take from the marriage, the more they are sanctified and praised other women will have a tendency to to flock to that type of illusioned success. And of course, it's always the man's fault. Like I just said, he, he, he did. He's not. He's this. He's not a man, blah, 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 blah. 
women have no fault as to why the relationship failed. There's zero accountability. And it's like no remorse to the consequences. So it's like it's it goes along like this. Women leave. Other women sanctify and glorify this woman leaving their marriage or relationship because it's a patriarchy. And it's a lot of feminists who do stuff like that. You know, it's a patriarchy and, you know, you don't need a man and all that good, wonderful jazz. You shit. But again, it's a delusion. You're 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 not taking accountability for your own fuck ups, you know, for lack of a better term. Now, I saw this podcast, um, this episode where this woman made a statement. She said, do you know that women leave men 80 percent of the time? And if if the woman is an educated, a college educated woman, it's 90 percent, 90 percent. So if you get divorced, it's the woman who leaves. And one of the the numbers on predictors of a divorce is if a woman out earns the man. So if she, if a woman out earns a man, chances are she's going to divorce him. And that's, that, that's, that's, that's pretty much a true thing right there. Now the guest that this woman had on the podcast, she was speaking to and her response to all this was, Oh yes, I actually love that. It was almost like she got off hearing those numbers and hearing how women leaving and stuff like that. And the host asked, you, you don't think that that's shitty? And her guest was like, she said, no. It's like, girl, go get that bag. Go get it. Go out there and get it. And it's like, what the fuck in the hell? All right. So the host, she went on to ask, why is there a lack of empathy for men and her guest, this was the response. It's not a lack of empathy. Now I'm a pause right there. And I want to understand how is it not a lack of empathy? You you're, you're showing that you don't give a single fuck, not one, two, three, four, five, none, zero accountability equals zero fucks to how men feel. But yet you want men to have empathy and understand you as a woman. But going back, the host said, you know, interrupted her and said, no, there is a lack of empathy. They're breaking up a family, a lifelong commitment and a home. And your reaction is to go get that bag, sis. Like, I'm happy. I'm so happy for you. When that's really a sad situation, like your wife is leaving you. That's what the host said. And I'm here to tell you, she's right. Remember in the last episode, I mentioned that men and women view things differently. That crayon, Crayola crayon box. Typically, men would say it's white and women would say it's mother of pearl or something along those lines It's off white. Women aren't really viewing the divorce or breakup as it's tearing up and tearing down the family dynamic. They generally don't view it on how this hurts or damages the children. They're looking out for that what's best for them, as in her, 
not as a whole. That's selfishness. You, you can't tell me it's not. It's selfishness. It's that type of deal. It's selfish. Hell, many women just automatically believe that the best interest of the child or children is to be with the mother automatically. The same mother that broke up the home in the first place. Now, again, this doesn't cover for every single situation, but it does account for a lot of them. You left the husband high and dry and care not about the situation you left this man in. Taking more than half of his paycheck and living accommodations, then shit talk the man to the children and make them feel some type of way about their father. That's fucking wrong as shit. The damages men go through in situations like this aren't limited to the depreciation of their self-esteem or increased loneliness, especially when they can't see their children. But, you know, men don't care about their children or what the fuck ever you want to say. A decrease in mental health as well as health problems just based off of that on a woman leaving a marriage or relationship. That's some of the things that men go through. Yeah, there's there can be subcategories to some of those things, but that's the basics. But but nobody wants to talk about that. It's always about how the woman succeeded in leaving her man and how strong she is for doing it. Let me say that again. It's always about how the woman succeeded. How is that success when you failed at your marriage? Okay. So based off of the number that the woman gave the 80%, okay, the 80% of women are the ones leaving the relationships. Wouldn't the ones who stayed are actually the stronger ones since they're the one actually sticking with it and sticking it through honoring their vows and such. Think about it. Being able to work through problems and disagreements for the long haul of the actual concept of love and family. Of course, I'm, I'm not talking about unideal situations. Again, this doesn't apply to everybody. Yeah, there are situations where you have, you know, abuse, drug uses, etc. But I'm not talking about those. So get that get that shit out of here. Get it out of your head. All right. Get it out of the car. Now, men are the ones who are sticking around since women are the ones that are giving up. So why do men leave? Well, here's a list that Dr. K.N. Jacob compiled. The seven reasons why men leave. Let's get into it. Number one, control. He said, Men hate control. He said that men are warriored to lead. He said that if you are controlling your man, it's only a matter of time before he leaves. You can only drag a man by a leash 
for so long. Control is that thing where women have the final say on any and everything. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows that she runs the show and men don't like that. Whether it be her family, her mama, her daddy, her brothers, her sisters, her cousins, her aunties, her best friends, the pastor, everybody who knows she's running the show. And men don't like that. Number two, sexlessness. He said that for far too too, uh, too many women underestimate the role of sex in a marriage and think that sex is a side issue. Well, it's not a side issue, people. It's not. The doctor said that it's the central issue. Men need sex. Doctor said he went on to saying that men can do everything else with other people. But when he married you, he married you for the sexual intimacy. It's one of the big things. And if you've been manipulating your man sexually, it's only a matter of time before he leaves. Number three, extramarital affairs. When a woman cheats on a man, most relationships will break. It's only a matter of time. He said that for many men, sex is an act of submission. I know women don't like that word submitting to your husband, submitting to your man. They don't like it, but that's how men think. The definition is right there. Stop flipping the meaning of the word and accept the definition. All right. So he said sex is an act of submission. And if you cheat, then men feel as though you now have a tie to this other man. There's an emotional connection because that's generally how women are. Generally speaking, women don't just lay on their back and fuck a man if there's no emotions attached to it. And we as men, we know this. And God forbid if she conceives a child from this man that she stepped out with. Yeah. Doc said it's a wrap. All right. Number four. Lack of appreciation. Comparing a man to other men, no matter if it's consciously or unconsciously, it's a big, huge, monumental no-no. Especially during that mid-lifetime frame of men going somewhere between 45 and 60. They call it that midlife crisis. Not showing appreciation to your husband can be devastating to men. Men do their best and try to achieve some type of greatness. And every man's greatness is different. He said, appreciate what your man is able to do and provide. Because when you don't, he will eventually find a place where he feels appreciated. You know the saying, what one woman won't do, another woman will. As the doctor said, he'll be gone. Number five, empty nest. When children leave the home for marriage or for for marriage, for college or for work or whatever the case may be, the glue 
was actually the children. When they leave, the emptiness of the home is exposed and is now shining through. Man ends up, you know, walking out because the kids were the reason for staying. He may have not wanted his kids to grow up fatherless. And the only thing that kept them, the husband and wife together, was their co-parenting skills. They were parenting partners, not life partners, not sexual partners or stuff like that. So once the parenting stage of their life is over, possibly, so is the marriage. Children are a part of the family, not the marriage. And side note, the doctor was basically saying that, you know, every week, every two weeks, however often, but you do it frequently, you and your husband, your husband and wives, you you need to go out. You need to go out without the children. Do things to satisfy you guys' pleasure, not just sexually, but just in general. Go out together by yourselves with each other often without the children because that will let you know whether the marriage is actually going to remain strong once the nest is empty. All right. Number six, the wife neglecting herself. He said that when, when the man and woman were, were dating, she took care of herself, hair done, nails done, you know, figure is applicable. Um, she took care of all that. She took care of herself. And after some years, it was taken for granted by, you know, thinking that this guy is permanently mine and nothing in this world is permanent, period. You live and you die. That's probably the only thing. He said men are like squirrels and we like the shiny things. In other words, we will always notice the woman or the women who are grooming themselves. Men are visuals. We visualize everything. If you keep neglecting yourself, then you put the man at risk of cheating. Now, the doctor's not saying, you know, he's condoning cheating. Again, we're talking about the reasons why men leave. Okay. And that, that could be one of them. Wife neglecting herself. So then we move on to the last one that he gave. Number seven, endless conflicts. Having the same conflicts at the beginning of a marriage relationship that's lasting 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years down the road, that's a problem. Arguing and fighting over the exact same issues is exhausting. That's insanity. As a matter of fact, and you know the definition of insanity, doing the same things over and over again expecting a different result. So if you're arguing about the same thing, that endless conflicts can make a man want to walk out, leave, cheat, whatever the case may be. Now, real quick, um, TD Jakes um, talked about some of the same things that, you know, and he focused on one right here. He said that men leave for the lack of understanding and being received because he wants everything that you want. I want to be seen. I want to be valued. I want to be affirmed and appreciated. I do. 
as a man, I do. Honestly, I do. We like those things too. Now, going back to the statement that I made about how women are, are praised by other women for leaving a marriage or even a relationship for that matter. Talking about how strong they are for leaving. There's two sides to that viewing. That the 80% of women who file for divorce are strong. They Then you have the other view of the number of men who don't file for divorce are stronger because they stick it out. Now, T.D. Jakes has said no matter how poorly a person provides emotionally or financially, he said the first victory for a man is that he didn't quit. Now, that's a powerful words. OK, now he said that people struggle or battle with things that you know or knew nothing about. Some don't know who their father is. Some were abused by their fathers. Some of their fathers ran away and the child thinks that he ran away from them. And T.D. went on and said, in all likeness, the father ran from your mother, not you. Or he ran from the pressure of being this iconic individual, which was intimidating to this 20 or 25 year old man. Just just let that set in for a bit. Think about it. A lot of women will come to the decision to say something like he left us. No, 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 no. He left you. Does that apply in all situations? Again, of course not. It doesn't. But it applies to a lot who go through this type of misunderstanding of men. The constant nagging and, and side note, if you don't know what nagging is or you're one of the ones who who like to alter the definition of words to mean what you want it to mean to fit your narrative. You're probably a nagger. OK, now we're going to take a quick commercial break and get into a couple segments and we'll be right back. Yo, bro, what's going hey, on with you, man? I ain't good. seen you in a minute. What's been, going what's on with you, man? What's Ain't nothing but business, man. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. What you got going on, dude? Man, I ain't got nothing, man. I just got some things on my mind trying to do some things. Say word. What you got, man? Yeah, man, I'm trying to save some money for the future, man. Just trying to save a little bit of money, man. That's all. Dude, I didn't tell you about the Bitcoin Pro J Mott. Nah, Bitcoin Pro J Mott. Who, who, who the hell is that? Look here, bro. Bitcoin J Mott. Man, those platforms helped me all the way through the pandemic. Straight up. Stop playing. 
For real, man, that's what's up, man. But I, I ain't trying to deal with nothing. I got to pay somebody else for something. You know? Oh, no, man. No, look, the Bitcoin Pro J Mott, man, he only wants to help. No setup fees, none of that charging or hidden fees and stuff. Look, it's just pure guidance to help you get to a better financial situation for you. Hey, and it's a great way to start preparing for generational wealth, man. Get your kids something to jumpstart their future, bro. Seriously. Oh, man, you know what, man? Where, hey, where do I go to sign up, bro? That sounds like a good idea. Man, all you got to do is go to the bitcoinpro.unitedinvestors.group. Man, it's simple. Again, little bitcoinpro.unitedinvestors.group. Man, and get started today, bro. Seriously. And be sure to let them know your boy W sent you. So people right now are upset and mad because of the TV show Wednesday. Now, mind you, the show is pretty damn phenomenal. I feel as though Jenna Ortega has done the characters Wednesday some damn good justice. I loved it. But apparently there's a huge issue at the fact that Joy Sunday, who plays Bianca Barclaw or Barclay, who is the mean girl, and Aman Marsan, who plays Lucas, who is also the son of a corrupt mayor, both being black and they're playing a bully on this show. And people are upset about this because why would Tim Burton have of all people, not one, but two black people playing the bullies in the TV show? What is this? Well, this is called diversity and inclusion for God's sake. <laughs> okay. There's nothing that will make woke culture happy. There's nothing. I'm seeing that because black people can't play the roles of the villain per se. What the fuck ever? Like black people can only play the angels in movies and TV shows. Really? Nobody gave a damn when Samuel L. Jackson played the bully in that, that movie, uh, uh, Django. Or what about tiny Lester that played Debo? Matter of fact, speaking of Friday, how about Terry Crews? Why wasn't there an issue then? But now people want to make Tim Burton out to be a racist. Come on, people, please get it together. Make it make sense because it's not. Now, let's get into these upcoming events. Let's go. So we have the December 7th through the 13th upcoming events. On the 7th, we have Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, National Letter Writing Day. The 8th, we have Feast of Immaculate Conception, as well as National Brownie Day. On the 9th, we have Christmas Card Day. On the 10th, Human Rights Day, Dewey Decimal System Day. On the 11th, we have the UNICEF Birthday. On the 12th, we have Green Day. Feast of Our Lady Guadalupe. And on the 13th, happy birthday, National Guard. So take the time out and show some appreciation across the board because you never know what it may do for somebody, especially in regards to remembering Pearl Harbor and what happened that day. Okay, get your Christmas cards ready. Get them out there. Human Rights Day on the 10th. Hey, we all need our human rights, but let's just be a little, you know, conservative about it. Think about how it will affect everybody. 
And just so you know, Green Day, it's not about the band. It's actually about spending more money. Sales. Yep. More Christmas shopping. We're going to jump right back into this topic that's controversial. Let's get it. sound mean it's time to get back in that car baby yeah baby we back in the car now we back in the car alright let's get this topic back on alright so check this out I want to touch on this video that I found by uh, Roma Army I believe is how you pronounce her name uh, she talked about how women will post on social media about how, you know, he ghosted me or he just suddenly stopped talking to me. What's wrong with you men? Why do you do this? Well, she said she decided to give you the two reasons on why men do that type of stuff. Number one, you might have come on a little too strong, a little too fast. Might have sent him some nudes or something and not all guys are like that. They don't all want to see your boom thing. Number two, which she said is probably the biggest reason he probably stopped talking to you because he was the one that was always initiating all the conversations. And then one day he stopped initiating and he waited to see if you will initiate it. And you never did. So. He just stopped texting you because he felt as though you didn't give a shit about him and he moved on. And I'm sorry, but um, I don't see the lie. She pretty much hit that dead on the head. I mean, when men really do challenge uh, 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 the expectations of the woman that they're trying to be with, talk to or whatever the case may be, when you challenge that type of stuff, you don't get it back. Um, it's a red flag. But some men, a lot of men will still sit there and, you know, keep trying and keep pressing the issue. You know, we're resilient. We're resilient. We're resilient. OK, we keep trying. We keep beating our head against that brick wall, expecting a different result. Yeah, I guess you could say we're the definition of insanity. But again, Roma Armin, she was right. Men are expected to initiate conversations with women. Women expect men to follow behind them like some sad puppy dog or some shit who's lost. As a woman, you are the great find. Okay? I'm going to say it again. As a woman, you are the great find. And actually, that's that's not even just partially true. That's 100% true when you really think about it. Because as women are supposed to be the great find, as, 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 as like I said in the Bible, a man who findeth a wife findeth a good thing. But women think that they are good women and they're not. Or as the Bible call them, virtuous women and they're not. So they're so worried about being a bad bitch and never learn to be a good woman, a good wife, hell, a good partner. Then going back to the the first reason that Roma gave, yeah, no, not all men want women to come on to them so strong. Why? It's a masculine trait. Men come on strong, not women. We don't want a masculine trait being thrown back at us. 
oh, that's sexist and blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up, okay? I'm sitting here telling you that not all men are like that. And if you say that a real man likes, you can shut that shit the fuck up too. All right? That's ridiculous. Stop telling men what they want when you have no idea what it takes to be a man, let alone when you don't even know how to be a feminine woman. You could proclaim that you know how to be a feminine woman. You just, you know, will be feminine and submissive for the right man. Again, I've said it before. You men don't just hang up their masculinity and bring it out and use it when it see fits. Women shouldn't be doing the same thing. You're either going to always be masculine or always be feminine. Now, understanding that there are some people who lean more, some men who may lean towards uh, feminine traits. And there are some women who lean more towards masculine traits. But again, I'm talking about the general population, everyday normal individuals that don't fit into that type of criteria. This doesn't work for everybody, but it works for a lot. And I know, I know that's not something that women want to hear. But seriously, be honest with yourself. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You can't do that. I, that statement is wrong. Women don't trust other women, so you can't look in the mirror and be honest with yourself, which in turn means a woman being trusted with herself can't and won't happen because women don't trust women and therefore can't trust themselves. Remember this. There are a lot of men who go overseas to find women. And why is that? Because women in the West are too masculine. When I say that, it it, it makes people cringe a lot when they hear it, especially when I'm talking to people. Women are too in the West are too masculine. And the responses that I've seen to that statement or that topic of discussion when we're talking is, well, well, why give up on black women? Those men are good enough for strong, independent black women. Those men are weak. They're not strong enough for the black woman. And trust me, the list goes on. And I've seen where um, where women have said that he cheated on me with a downgrade. I'm sorry, but generally speaking, men don't cheat down. They cheat up. Does it happen? Yeah, sure. They might cheat down. But generally speaking, men don't cheat down. They cheat up. Think about this. Why would a man cheat with the exact same caliper of woman he's already with? Think about it. There's something about that woman that's better than you. That he actually values. Wanted. And he's probably said many times that he's wanted this from you and you just won't give it to him. She may not look better than you. And that's fine. But she might allow him to feel she might allow him to express allow him to be a man she may cater to his needs which in reverse allows him to happily return the favors or kind gestures and then again there's that saying what one woman won't do another one will i'm sorry ladies but We as men, we have needs and we have desires. It's like 
that saying of respect begets respect or another way of saying it is is um, to get respect. You have to give respect. Men want to be respected, period. That's one of our biggest desires to be respected. And that, that covers a really wide umbrella of things. Period. Men want to be respected. But a lot of women will flip that saying of respect begets respect or the other way of saying it to something like he has to give me respect before I give him respect. So in order to get what I want, we have to give. And truthfully, many men will go for that and give and give and give and a woman will still withhold. I've said it for years. Okay. All men are dogs and all women are prostitutes. Yeah, I know you don't like that and that's fine. You don't have to like it, but it's the truth. All men are dogs and all women are prostitutes. If respect begets respect or you want to flip it to your own narrative to make it seem like what, you know, whatever you want that definition or meaning to say that quote to say, regardless of what, even if a man goes the route that you want him to go, you still have to give him something back. We want to be respected. Whether it is we want sex, we want to feel appreciated. And a lot of women are not fulfilling that duty. Okay. Now, Going back to the all men are dogs and all women are prostitutes. Look at this. Prostitution definition is a person in a particular, a woman who engages in sexual activity for payment. There's another definition as well as offer someone for sexual activity in exchange for payment. All right. So let me go further. I got this video. Dude asked this woman if women don't trust other women. Damn, hold on before I even go finish this. Didn't I just say that? All right, moving on. He said that if women don't trust other women, why should men trust women? She said, because women provide the JJ. Okay. He said, all right. Okay. Well, if women provide the JJ and men provide the resources, how is dating not a loose form of prostitution? Her response, not his. Not somebody around the corner. Her response was, it is. So dating is a loose form of prostitution, which goes back to what I said. All men are dogs. All women are prostitutes. Okay, and I'll dig a little further in a minute. Then he asked, why is it that women get mad or offended when being called prostitutes? As I'm sure many of you just cringed and like, oh, my God, why would he call us prostitutes? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But this woman said, because women don't like being told the truth. Mm. Mm. So the guy asked, why do women hate being told the truth? Her response is because we are very hard headed and we don't like to listen. Mm. Let that marinate. What else needs to be said? When it boils down to that, you know, Women are prostitutes. You know, it's the exchange of, you know, money for sexual pleasures and so forth. All right. Now, I want you to think about this. Look at this. All right. Follow me. If a man goes out and wants to take a woman out. OK, he buy. Let's say you go to a movie 
popcorn, dinner, all that good, wonderful stuff. Everything that he pays for, gas, everything, the outfit that he's wearing, everything. He's spending money. And of course, as you know, men want sex. So what do you think we're doing it for? I think I said that in the last episode. You know, with one of one of the responses, you know, happy wife, happy life. Okay, well, let's translate that. Happy wife. You buy her flowers. You do this. You do that. You do your like honeydew list. You do your honeydew list. You take care of it. That's a happy wife. But the happy life for that man is we want sex. We want sex. That's just all it is to it. So it's a payment for sex. An exchange, hand to hand, let's go. That's what it is. Men do what we do for our women to make them happy because we want sex. We want to be respected. We want to feel that quote unquote love from your vagina. Okay? Just just being honest. That's what we want. Now, is that all we want? No, no, no. But as the doctor that I talked about earlier in the episode said, you know, sexual frustrations can lead to men walking out or just cheating. Because we want what we want and you as a woman can't tell us, hey, you can't want sex. It doesn't work that way. Again, if if the hormones are a part of like an emotional connection and stuff like that. Women have plenty of hormones and those hormones get all entangled and fucked up in our eyes because you give us a bunch of fucking shit that we don't understand. stand. What the hell it is you're talking about? Why you don't understand? We don't understand why you're upset, but we still do what we got to do in order to try to make you happy because we want sex. So, I ask now, you understand yet why men leave? It's not rocket science. And I know, I know a lot of women will not understand this because it's simple. Now we're going to go ahead and get into my controversial stance since we're already at that point. So why do men leave? All right. When you go back to the numbers one more time. All right. Women file for a divorce 80 percent of the time, which in turn would mean that men file divorce about 20 percent of the time. Right. Which indirectly would mean that 80 percent of the men who didn't file for divorce were actually more than likely stronger than the women who did leave. Men are trying to, you know, make it work yet while dealing with the frustrations that women feed us. Those 20% of men who file for divorce are probably the ones who just dealt with entirely too much and couldn't handle it anymore and just had to leave. They had to let it go. Instead of communicating with men and taking the time to actually know and understand understand your man you'd rather just pack your bags and leave and that very figuratively speaking since (laughs) women usually are the ones who get the house in a divorce 
and yet men are 3.66 times more likely to commit suicide versus a woman makes me wonder how much that man really went through in his life when dealing with this world which includes women we struggle we deal with battles every single day all day from various different things regardless of the culture being a man is not easy it's hard and to sit here and deal with the frustrations and aggression and the masculinity that comes from women and being pushed off and just our feelings just brushed away like we don't matter we don't care we're the lowest of the lows hell a dog gets treated better than us so i'm telling you people just take the time out to understand your man all right because men do leave too and we deal with a lot of stuff but keep it controversial y'all remember it's the abcds abrasively brewing controversy damn it we don't start a pot we brew the controversy now sip on that cc The CC. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Controversial Conversation. The CC. I'm sure this episode may or may not have pissed off some folk. Don't be mad. The CC is for entertainment and the views expressed may or may not be my personal views. But looking at it from a different perspective is all I'm doing. Almost like playing devil's advocate. Being more open-minded to things to be able to see another's point of view can be the beginning of a healing process. Remember to keep your eyes, ears, and minds open because you never know what you may learn. And no matter whether you agree with me or disagree with me, I respect your decision. But please, I still want to hear from you. Join in on the controversy and follow me at The Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And once again, I'm your host. Dub, 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 dub.